0: Welcome. I'm Pastor Vince, and this is Applying God's Word, a Bible teaching ministry from the Word of God. This is study number 42, titled When One Is Offended. Being offended is part of the experience of life. It is important to learn to respond in the right way and not to sin in the process. Most of us know just how destructive becoming offended can be, so it's better to review the situation before choosing to be offended. Proverbs 18 verse 19 tells us, A brother who is offended is harder to be won than a strong city, and quarrels are like the bars of a citadel. There is a terrible strength present when we are offended. The heart of the offended person can become too hard even to hear an appeal. When we are offended, we tend to take the moral high ground and feel justified in making the one who has offended us the villain. When we take offense to a situation or from something someone has said or implied, we can choose to lean on Jesus, who calls us friends, in John 15, verse 15. Or we can get tough like the bars of a citadel like an unyielding strong city, whose gates have been shut and whose pride has locked out the offender. The scriptures show us many instances of Jesus causing offense. He offends his hometown crowd. Remember Mark 6 verse 4, when Jesus said, A prophet is not without honor, except in his own town, among his own relatives, and in his own home. He offends the Pharisees and scribes. In 1 Peter 2, verse 8, Jesus is a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. For they stumble because they are disobedient to the word, and to this doom they were also appointed. It isn't a surprise to Christians. We aren't surprised that the Pharisees or the hometown crowd were resentful and outraged by the Lord's superior understanding and his mighty deeds as christians it isn't hard to see that when jesus challenges their view of reality he's always right we can see their blind spots and pride and how that pride made them easily offended but it's much harder to spot the pride when we're the one being offended and when the offender is someone other than the perfect jesus so What do we do when we're offended by one another? What do we do if the offense given or taken is a result of carelessness, or thin skin, or personality differences, or unintentionally missing the mark, or sinfulness in ourselves or others? First, remember that when others are offensive in a truly sinful way, their offense is against God first and foremost. Sin against us feels personal because it often is personal, but it's significantly more personal to God, who doesn't just relate to us, but who created us. God is patient with those who have offended His holiness, but He will not wait forever. And for those who are united to His Son through faith, their offenses against Him have been extinguished at the cross. Second, it's good to remember that God has made a way for us to deal with legitimate offense. We can follow the instructions of our Lord in Matthew chapter 18 verse 15 and go to that person directly in the hopes of gaining back our brother. We don't ever need to stay offended. Even if we don't gain back our brother by going to him, we don't have to live in our offended state we can lay that down at the cross, and laying our offences there, we can take the posture that is eager for reconciliation, should God grant it. But what about when there's no intentional or discernible sin? Like, not being invited to a party or skipped over for a task we assumed we would be doing? You know, the kind where we had not been sinned against, yet our hurt feelings caused us to be offended. It may help to recognize that taking offense gives us negative strength. Remember Proverbs 18, verse 19? The offended brother is more unyielding than a strong city. When we allow hurt feelings to view the situation as an offense, we go from being vulnerable to impenetrable. When we're hurt by someone else's words or actions, it's tempting to try to protect ourselves with anger Or self righteousness that masquerades as having been offended. It's easier to imagine the ones who have hurt us as villains rather than own that our hurt often has to do with our insecurities and fragility more than with the objective sinfulness of others. Proverbs 19, verse 11 says A person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. But rather than overlook an offense, we may instead mount chips on our shoulders. Now, everything a person says that we disagree with is an opportunity for taking up an offense. Anything another person does that is different than how we would do it strengthens the resolve of the unyielding hardened heart. Many times, if we can't find the way to be personally offended ourselves, some have begun taking up an offense on behalf of another. But Proverbs 17, verse 9 tells us Whoever would foster love covers over an offense, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. The world we live in today urges us to lend and borrow offenses as a currency of backward virtue. Do not share in this. There is more than insecurity and fragility underneath our proclivity to take up an offense, although those problems are constantly feeding it. At root, our easily offended hearts are full of pride and idolatry. We have set ourselves as the standard of what is right and good and what must be honored. Any perceived challenge to that assumption results in anger, resentment, and the taking up of an offense. But we're not the standard. God is, which is wonderful news for sinners. Because he's the standard, because only he can see into the hearts and discern the motives of each of us, we can be free to assume the best of others, trusting that he will judge perfectly in the end. We can have the good sense to be slow to anger. We can rest in the salvation of the God who is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He is patient in delaying judgment, but judgment will come. We are now seeing the end-time signs Jesus warned us about in Matthew 24. Jesus included an often-overlooked warning indicating that a spirit of offense would be everywhere, coinciding with the timing of the gospel being preached around the world, which is, no doubt, the present time that we live in. Matthew 24 Verse 10 and 12. And many shall be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another, and because evil shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. While we should not be offending one another deliberately, or speak in an insensitive way as to cause one to be offended, Christians need to be more concerned with offending God than anyone else. The Bible teaches that the only way to heaven is to have faith in Jesus and his death, burial, and resurrection. This will offend some people. It's better to offend people into heaven than to flatter people into hell. Only in heaven will we have no one offending us and only loving us.